0: You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek.
1: The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. Ian, look at this. What, well, it's a police box. What on earth is doing here? These things are usually on the street.
2: I feel it. I think you a
1: vibration it's alive Earth Station Who a fun mashup celebrating nearly 50 years of the Doctor Who universe hold tight you never know where the TARDIS is going next you're probably a bit confused right now I broke the glass it's all come back to me this what is this That's my ship. What? Let me take it from the top. Hello, I'm the doctor. I'm a traveler in space and time. And that thing buried down there is called a TARDIS. Time and relative dimension in space. You're gonna love this. there everyone
3: and happy new year and welcome back to earth station who we are here for another year and with a new year that means a new doctor Who special and we got ready for this folks we got revolution of the daleks brand new doctor who oh exactly (laughs) i'm excited I was excited to say new doctor who was here and we got to see it on the same day as the rest of the world, which is pretty darn amazing in itself. And, you know, we're getting spoiled here, folks, with us. We really are. You know, it used to be, oh, the holiday specials here. We'll see it in April. You know, you (laughs) know, it used to be that way, if not like the next year in the States. But, you know, Thank goodness for BBC America. Thank goodness for everything we have going on, and we get it the same day, a couple hours. And thank goodness I wasn't spoiled by anything because, boy, you know I'd have to hold my nose even more than normal. So, for a Chibnall episode, so it was good. Aww. So, we have a great crew to talk about it this week, and we definitely would love to hear from you guys at home. Please write us at feedback at ourstationwho.com. Let us know what you guys thought about the holiday special. We definitely would love to hear from you guys. We did get a little bit of email, and some folks wrote us, and we will talk about that at the end of the show to hear what they thought about this. And in the upcoming weeks, if you guys at home want to jump in, we definitely would love to hear from you guys. All right. Let's say hey to this week's crew real quick. Of course, we have our regulars. Let's say hey to Mary Ogle.
0: Hi, everybody. It is fantastic to be here for new Doctor Who.
3: And Happy New Year, Mary.
0: Oh, Happy New Year to you, too. Let's hope that it is about a million times better than the last one.
3: Uh I hope so. I hope so. Hope so. You know, you're setting the bar real low right there. So, <laughs> so, you know, I think, you know, already, you know, the year is hopefully better and, you know, hopefully, you know, everyone made their wishes and everything and, you know, no breaking the New Year's resolution yet. Just remember that. Yet. So, so you know, and Mr. Mike Gordon is with us. Howdy. Happy New Year, Mikey.
4: Happy New Year. 2021 couldn't come fast enough.
3: That's yeah, sure. that is for sure. Never say, you know. Well, last year wasn't that great. How bad could this year be? We no, found out no. last. We found that out last year. <laughs> do not don't, even put don't, that out there. Yeah,
0: don't, don't,
3: don't, <laughs> don't, 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 do don't. that. <laughs> so we have a couple of guests sitting in with us. First, of course, returning to the show, Rob McIntyre is coming back with us. Hi, guys! Great to be here. And happy New
5: Year to you all.
3: Hey, uh, you have had enough 2020. I think you are ready for a fresh start, my friend.
5: Yeah, yeah. Few health issues, but I'm fine.
3: I am so happy to have you here. Thank you. You know, you're in the dark. If you were looking at video at home, folks, he, Rob is all in the dark. He's not showing that his whole bottom body is cyber now. So, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, he has no pants. Uh, oh. And you had to tell us that, Mary. <laughs> that's a picture I just didn't need. So, I am cool. in the Jim Jims. Exactly. Well, that's <laughs> And also joining us from the UK, we have a twofer tonight. Let's welcome Dan Hitch from the Cosmic Pizza podcast, a new member of the ESO Network.
1: Welcome, Dan. Hello, everybody. It's lovely to see everyone. It's love to see people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anybody. <Yeah. laughs>
1: <Exactly>. Anyone.
3: <laughs> Anybody out there? Hello. You on the street. <laughs> I don't want to get within six feet, but hello. You know, but.
0: Are you real?
3: Are you real? <laughs> you want to tell everyone a little bit about Cosmic Pizza while we're talking?
1: I will. Yes, uh, we're the new boys. Uh, We're the new boys on the block. We've just opened up a pizza restaurant during a pandemic. So that was a good idea. Um, But uh, no, the idea is the Cosmic Pizza podcast. We are a serving slices of life every episode. It's sort of a general chit chat show on topics, interviews. Uh, We do sort of geeky talk. Uh, Sometimes we do film fight nights where we take two people, one who hate the movie and one will love the movie and they have to fight it out uh, over a slice of pizza and uh, just general silliness uh, between three guys um, myself and it's uh, sean vanderloo who you may know from the rusted robot podcast and the soul forge podcast and also paul wright who used to host uh, the sci-fi waffle podcast with sean as well
3: i see a food theme here i don't know why <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah That was what everyone thought. Um, uh, Any American listeners thought it was sci fi waffles. And, you know, we were going to just have breakfast together and all this sort of thing. But in the UK waffle means to talk too much, just like I'm doing right now. And uh, that was basically their idea that they were going to waffle about sci fi, but it it took different meanings, depending on who was listening.
3: Totally understand that. That's very awesome. And welcome aboard. And we are very happy to have you as part of the ESO network.
1: Good to be here. Lovely.
3: And speaking of the ESO Network, we want to give a big shout out to our ESO Network patrons. Happy New Year, folks. Thank you for helping to support the ESO Network. We've got a lot of great things happening for you guys this year. And we have, you know, exclusive material available only to our ESO patrons. And you'll be able to hear the show actually 48 hours before the rest of the world. So it's actually pretty awesome. You get that as a little bit of a bonus. You get earth station who earth station one and the dragon con report, which is coming back later this month. I know Mike Gordon just flinched at that one. So we have that, <laughs> that coming back again and that's all to Be coming to you exclusively early for our listeners. And for as little as a dollar a month, you too can support the ESO network. It doesn't hurt. And you know what? It puts the lights on in our studios and gives us this really nifty TARDIS background. So it's pretty cool, you know. It built it by scratch. You could tell, you know. So it's pretty awesome. Definitely check it out. Patreon.com slash ESO Network. Join in the fun. It's a lot of things, and we thank you for that. How many people in the universe get to meet the doctor, let alone travel with her? Being with the doctor, you don't get to choose when it
1: stops, whether you leave her or she leaves you. She leaves you. The doc would really want us to keep an eye on the planet, right? But how is that possible? If you don't help the human race is going down. Can you with
4: As of now, you will see new defense drones
0: at work.
5: These machines are going to change the world.
1: Yo, remember us? I'm Captain Jack Harkness, and I'm immortal.
2: Are you feeling insecure? Because you seem to need a lot of praise.
1: Do I?
4: Prepare for maximum extermination. I you guys.
2: do move! Now, Jack! Stay so strong. People waiting for you. All right,
3: folks. Revolution of the Daleks. We've been holding off for long enough to talk about this one. As soon as I watched this, I wanted to talk to you guys about it because it was great getting new Doctor Who back and it was great getting, you know, Jodie as the Doctor and you know, not my opinion on her has not changed at all. Mm-hmm. And my opinion on, you know, our wonderful showrunner Hasn't changed at all, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the companions. Nothing's changed, and we got Captain Jack. We got uh, Chris Northback. Was anyone asking for that one? But it was it was interesting. Um, let's go ahead at the beginning of this. I want to hear what everyone's expectations were going into this before, you know, talking about the meats and bones. Because uh, we, we touched on it real, real briefly on the our last episode, you know, that we were all excited to get new Doctor Who. But, you know, let's start with our guests first. Rob, what was your expectation for coming into this?
5: Um, i was excited because obviously we've not had anything for a while. But I have very low expectations of the uh, Christmas or the New Year specials. Um, they always seem to be a little disappointing. So, um, they can be, they can be very, you know, hit and miss. So I hadn't got the bar set too high, but again, it were a Dalek story. So I was hoping, and to be honest, I wasn't too disappointed. I'll okay. leave it there. That's awesome.
3: <laughs> okay. That's, that's good. That's good. It's leaving us. What
1: do we want next? Daniel, what about you? Um, my expectations, um, weren't that high because it's been such a tumultuous year and because we had Doctor Who before everything happened to the world. And then we have Doctor Who now, just as we're sort of clawing our way out of it, um, with various vaccines coming into the world, it it kind of felt like it was framing everything. It was like a treat. We were coming back to the show, and you know, trying to get back to normal again and i think even the episode kind of acknowledged that by being quite vague in when this was all going on even though they mentioned 2019 even though they they hark back to previous episodes it was almost like you know forget everything else for a little bit just spend 45 minutes with us just relax this is doctor who this is the daleks this is something you know and just have a bit of fun for a change And just just as Rob said, I wasn't disappointed. There are a few things that maybe I would have liked to have seen explored or changed or done differently. But overall, I enjoyed this as one of the breakaway seasonal holiday specials.
3: Okay. All right. Mary? Well,
0: like everyone else, my expectations were pretty low, uh, mostly because of Chris Chibnall. Uh, who is not my favorite writer. But I will say I did enjoy his last New Year's special. And this one was kind of on par with that one. I may have liked the other one a little bit better. But uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, There were things about it that were so-so, but there were also some really nice moments.
3: Okay. Awesome. Mikey? Mikey?
4: Well, um, you know, despite the fact that I try to stay away from you know spoilers or information, I mean, it was difficult to do that uh, when this was the only Doctor Who that we were going to be getting in a in a foreseeable future, right? So, um, uh, so you know, I looking at the trailers and everything, I was expecting that it obviously it's a Dalek episode. Um, those are a toss up. Um, you know, um, to Mary's point, yes, Chris Chibnall not my favorite writer, but he's better. I'll put him over uh, Terry Nation any day. Um <laughs>
3: So, well talk about setting low, really low, low, low bar Mikey we, we, there. We,
4: we we hey look, we're just coming out of a year that was a low bar. So um <laughs> uh so uh you know, and we had you know we had just watched a lot of like Dalek episodes, a lot of Dalek stories with uh, some that were written by him, etc. So um so that was fresh on my mind. Okay, it's another Dalek story. Um they're throwing Captain Jack in here. Uh, we've got uh, the character of uh, Jack uh, Robinson re- returning, um, so there's going to be some stuff that's following up. I, I knew that this was going to be a sort of an epilogue from the finale, as well as uh, maybe even a prelude to what's happening next. So that's a lot to happen in a in a hour and a half, two hours, however long it is with ads. I, I don't know how you know. I yeah, I don't really um, have a lot of faith in Chibnall to be able to juggle all those balls and not drop a couple. And yes, he did. There was a couple of balls dropped, but otherwise I think, you know, um, since it's, since it's a new year's episode, a new year's day episode, it's okay to drop a ball. Right. Uh, that's what happens on New Year's. Right. Um, but I see what uh, you did there. I see what you did, Mike. (laughs) Um, But uh, overall, I thought um, Chivno played it safe. This is a very safe episode. It doesn't, it's a safe story. It doesn't really, um, you know, it's not like a, it doesn't try to, it's not too ambitious, but it also, you know, is kind of, you know, not one of the greatest. So I I think he played it safe and and good for him because it it was just exactly what I think I needed.
3: Okay. That's fair enough. For me, it was pretty much what. Everyone said, I was thrilled to get new Doctor Who. I was thrilled to see a new Doctor Who story. Too bad I felt like while I was watching this, I've seen it all before. I really well, That's because you have this. seen it all yes. before. Yeah. Well, exactly. He played it real safe. He didn't show us anything new. He didn't show us, you know, anything we haven't experienced on Doctor Who. He didn't really even introduce any new concepts and let's hold off talking about the introduction of the new companion to the end of our reviews and everything. Let's just stay right there right off the bat. But, you know, let's talk about the meat and bread of the story. The doctor, when we first saw her in the storyline, she was basically still in prison. And the way the trailer showed it, we thought it was going to be Jack and the companions taking on the Daleks and the doctor was going to be in prison the whole time. And it was going to be a Dr. Light story. We didn't get that. We got full on Jody as the doctor, which was awesome. You know? Yeah, I'm
0: glad. I'm glad we didn't get that. I was afraid of that.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, very much so. And one of the things I noticed in this was we, you know... Let's jump in and talk about first her in the prison and – or as I like to call it, the who's who of Doctor v- Who villainy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like every v- person in that prison was, a doc- was the doctor – f- past foe of the doctor and that kind of you – know, you know, they didn't mention if it was Shada. It was just an, an asteroid prison. They didn't name it. They didn't tie it into the Time Lords. Anything they didn't even say if it was run by the shadow proclamation or anything, and because that's don't where you the think we just
4: was. I don't think we're privy to exactly why she was put in there, are we?
3: Well,
0: 7,000 well, and fractions or whatever, it was yeah,
3: exactly. They said. stopped at 7,000, the first 7,000, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, she said it was just for being her, you know, and uh, and I get that, but um, you know, like I guess that. That that last one broke the <laughs> the one that they went, okay, now we um, have to.
0: Well, that's the one they caught her <laughs> at.
5: I, d- I did think it was interesting they didn't show you who was running the prison because I was expecting to see Jadun G- 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 mm-hmm. and, and, and there were no Jadun. G- th- yeah, at I all. thought so also. And maybe an explanation on how they actually got into a TARDIS and there were nothing.
3: Yeah, exactly. There was nothing.
0: Yeah,
5: they didn't touch on that at all.
3: Mm-mm, there yeah. was a plot hole right there, right through the that the, you could fly a TARDIS through, <laughs> and and you know it was it was interesting seeing the different villains and everything because I think I had you know basically I saw a silence, saw an angel, I saw that little metal <laughs> eating thing. Um. I also saw the Bating, you also saw uh, Sycorax wearing its mask. Even You know, why was it wearing its battle mask in prison? You also saw a silence. And, you know, it's just hey, like. Hey,
4: masks are required now. Okay. <laughs> it, it was wearing a it was, mask. It was it, was should be in prison. Prison. it should be committed for wearing prison. a mask, you know.
3: Exactly. So, but yeah, and it was just like. A lot of that just didn't make sense and that they were all still caged up. You know, in most prisons, a lot of the prisoners are just thrown into – like for exercise, they're all thrown into the yard together. And it would have been really interesting to see the doctor in the yard with all those villains.
0: I could see why they wouldn't have them all <laughs> out in the yeah. yard at the same time. I mean, I don't know. Those, those little quibbles didn't really bother me. You only saw them for two two seconds. Yeah.
4: Like, look, I mean, we've learned, we've learned, right? Especially with Chimnall's run. If you start nitpicking and analyzing, you're going to, that's a hole that you're just not going to be able to dig yourself out of. Um, no, so, exactly. So just take it at face value and just move on, you know, mm-hmm. because it is what it is. Um, I think the thing that I was, you know, I've been really sensitive to the fact that um, throughout Jody's run, um, I think that they've kind of depowered the doctor in a lot of ways. And I think that they've undermined her in a lot of ways. And I don't know. I kind of felt that way in the beginning of this too, where she had to be rescued by Captain Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, you know, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to put like a, you know, uh, sexism on it or anything because, you know, obviously um, we don't know, but, you know, I just find it hard to believe that if it was, uh, you know, David Tennant or Matt Smith or somebody that they would be able to get out of it on their own. Like Jack would attempt it, but then something would go wrong and the doctor would save the day. Like the doctor has to be the smartest one in the room and throughout Jody's run, she hasn't been. And I've taken issue with that. And I, and I think that's true of this episode as well.
3: Mm-hmm. I At agree least for with that. that scene, yes. Yeah.
4: Well, For most of the rest of the story too.
3: Yeah.
0: I don't it's know. Like, I think she had some doctor moments in this story.
4: She does have a few. She does have a few. Well, look, I mean, the fact that she's in the smartest one in the room with her companions is not, I mean, we're talking <laughs> low bars, right?
3: <laughs> That's the 2020 of the TARDIS right there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Right, actually, was,
0: what, what bothered me more about the prison was she sitting there going on and on about who am I? And I'm like, oh, I'm so tired of that. Because I, we actually went through that with, with all through Moffitt's run. You know, I'm a good man or a bad man or whatever. Mm-hmm. What am I? Well, and it's like, you are what you are. Can we just move on?
3: <laughs> well, I, I kind of understand, you know, who am I? Because she's just discovering, well, now that she's been there for decades, supposedly, you know, that she was, you know, half her history she doesn't remember yeah that, but that's you know, a stupid
0: plot line
4: that's but but it still exists
0: i know it exists and i'm sorry it exists because it's lazy writing
4: it's it still. is lazy writing true
3: so let's move on from the prison because you know <laughs> Yeah, and you know it was great to see Jack, but they had to rehash that thing, a time vortex manipulator. Where did that come from? Oh, how I won't tell you how I got that in here. He used that back in the Ninth Doctor era, you know, with the blaster, and it's just like come yeah, on. There,
0: there was a
5: lot of repeat stuff.
3: And yeah,
1: if it ain't broke, don't fix <laughs> it. You
5: know, that's I, the, I enjoyed seeing it. Worked Jack. once, it works again,
1: <laughs> and that's yeah,
5: that's. I, 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 Oh, I did I think I, yeah, I did seeing the Jack too. A little bit of fun back into the show, and and I think that's one of the elements that's been missing from Chibnall's run, is the fun element that you got. No matter how bad things were, there were always a fun element within the show, whether it was Tennant or Matt Smith or, or even Capaldi, and I think that was that's missing in Jodie's run and and. and jack brought that back
0: <laughs> yeah I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought that up because when this when when the episode first started it was very yeah. dark when the driver gets killed uh, they set the driver up as this really sympathetic guy and then he gets killed almost right away and i thought oh no this is going to be unrelentingly dark but it wasn't now
3: we know when we go to the uk do not stop by any of these roadsides <laughs> yes don't, don't to ever be. get a there, cup of you coffee you not do that anyway
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: don't yeah, get that's a, up, huh? again
4: that's another one of those things that if you think about it, it's like okay so did did robertson have agents all like at every t-stop like on the way like how did they know it was going to stop at that one etc cetera, etc cetera. it's just you it's, know. It's, yeah
2: um
4: yeah they didn't so
3: even don't... really go they didn't even go into that was it even robertson behind it or was did robertson buy it off the black market or i thought something,
1: the, the pm know? had fed him the information Or the the would be PM, sorry, had fed him the information and then threw that tip off. He knew the sort of route she was, the the driver was going to go and that she had tipped him off. But again, as as Mike just said, that unless um, there's he owns his own version of Starbucks or whatever coffee brand he wants to have, you know, he would have to have so many chains and it, it's just that unbelievability. If he's that powerful, why did he have to go through the whole process of hijacking the lorry when he could have just redirected it? Every C stop has yeah, poison yeah, exactly. too. So There's a trail of four Cortinas exactly. of all the other drivers who bought the coffee that day. <laughs> <laughs> it was operation stack. We don't like to talk about it here in Kent, but there we go.
4: <laughs>
1: um, no it
3: it was interesting to you know I'd like how they did tie that part in that they got the design for the new Daleks from the one that was in the last episode and because it, it looked pretty much the same they built they basically scrapped it down and rebuilt it up from the same layout and design except for they made it black pretty much I and, love that
0: they 3D printed it
3: yeah. Oh, it was yeah, awesome. That was, that was
0: great.
4: Yeah. That was yeah. How modern of them. Um, yeah, but it's yeah, it's the same plot that we've seen. I mean, you know, I mean, I I, I was really reminded of the uh, the first Tenant Cyberman two-parter. Like, I'm like, this is exactly the same plot. Um, uh, I will say that I did enjoy uh, Noth and and seeing Robertson again. Unlike you guys, I liked the spider episode. And particularly I liked the uh, spider episode because I liked Chris Noth. I enjoyed his campy uh, portrayal of Robinson. And I thought this this story needed an over-the-top kind of guy like that. I, I appreciated that. Um, I appreciated everything he brought to it. And I just love Harriet Walker, Walter. Um, the, I, I love seeing her in stuff. She, I mean, I can remember seeing her in in MI5 or Spooks. Um, I remember seeing her in Law and Order UK. Um, she was in, uh, episode or two of Downton Abbey. She's done a ton of stuff. I mean, I think she's, yeah, she's, she's pretty well known, um, uh, at least over there. Um, and I thought she was perfect in the role of, uh, the, would be, uh, the prime minister elect, uh, mm-hmm. so we say. Um,
3: yeah. So now so the Daleks, you know, it's, Daleks two prime ministers <laughs> zero. <laughs> <laughs> if only went that
1: easy? Yeah. you guys do. You lose. You
0: lose a lot of PMs. Did, did to
5: anybody Daleks. else pick up with um, Jack Jack Robinson? What it? Um, he he seemed to be talking to yeah. somebody on his phone, and there were a couple of scenes where he was talking to somebody, and on one of them he said, "Yeah, we've gone into full production." And I kind of got the vibe he may be coming back, and he may be being manipulated from somebody else. I could see that.
4: I, I, I mean, certainly they that. left it open to him coming yeah. I mean, back. Sure, They've, they seem yeah, to go they to they great pains to leave open. him alive,
1: despite the fact he was on the ship and, and you know in in the presence of so many Daleks yes. that he should have died by now.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: but multiple he should have times. Died multiple but the times. thing I really liked about the rollout of the Daleks, when he's doing the, the street demonstration, the role play, and they, they show that it's a water jet, not a laser. Um, it, it sort of put me in mind of the reason why the Daleks were scary in the first place, back in the classic Doctor Who. Because, you know, we'd just come out of World War II, there was still this uh, this feeling that tanks could roll down the streets, that, you know, we were, we were on the edge, the precipice of being invaded as a country. So naturally, uh, a TV enemy, a sci-fi enemy, would look like a battle Tank rolling down the, the road um, uh, in the same way that, you mm-hmm. know, in America, when Star Trek came out, the reason that the Klingons act the way they do is because they're like the Ruskies. They're like the Russians. They're like your real enemy. That's now. So to see, the Daleks being rolled out as combat drones. And, you know, we could do a whole other podcast about the, the ethics of combat drones and, and everything. It, it made it feel like they'd acknowledged the original reason for the Daleks to look the way they did and why they look the way they do now as well.
3: Oh, sure. And, you know, the way they modernized them and the way, you know, it's, it's totally and the whole black motif of, you know, I hate to say it, the anti-police movement right now in, you know, here in the States and then also around the world. They, you know, the, the military and everything, this fit perfectly into that. And I love Jack's comments, you know, when they were demoing it, they just used some gas. It wasn't, it was like smoke or something to push the protesters back. And he says, Oh, we're using this other kind of gas, you know, for the real thing. And he says, I, I think we should have done it now. Just it wouldn't have hurt them, you know. It would
0: have it's been like, fun if we did it now. Yeah.
3: Exactly. It's like, Oh, God. And the, and I, don't want to get into politics, but the Trumpisms that came out. Well the out whole of episode's
0: about fascism.
3: Yeah. Oh, all it right. completely and the rise is. of
0: fascism and how insidious it is and how it starts with saying, Oh, we're just going to be it's all about security.
4: Security. Security, mm-hmm. security. That's the key. Exactly. Word.
3: Security. And it it you know, it there was things that's why i I I've never liked the character of Jack and that was one of the reasons I didn't like the spider episode. And you know, I'm done, you know, especially after this last year, I am so done with you know that whatever you want to call him who's running our country, and to see him parodied with Jack up there is like enough is already I was rooting for the Daleks to shoot him, you know, the whole time. Well you're supposed yeah. to, yes. Yes, I think we all were. We
0: weren't supposed yeah. to root for him.
3: On- no. And now they're calling him the hero of well, it. Well, now he's
1: going to get five. a knighthood. Really? I would like if the next season does come that if he's going to be this sort of carry through villain, that the last episode, the last scene, will be them uh, rushing in at the last minute to stop the knighthood uh, and unveil all of the evidence behind him and and to crush him that way. Um, I think that will feel you know like justice uh, yeah. has been done.
3: You know, my prediction. That was my
1: thought. It. I, I it,
5: you know, well, uh, I know I keep going on, I've mentioned it to before, Mike, is the Rani. S- somebody behind him.
3: I would love to see the Rani. I just
5: got that feeling that somebody backing him. It would be awesome to see the backing him. I've been wrong before, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. you never know.
3: It could possibly be. <laughs> well, the Chibnall were always wrong, so Did anybody okay. else
5: pick up uh, that she didn't have a Sonic?
3: But... No, she didn't.
5: Mm. Oh, I didn't wow. Know. Yeah. I didn't no, even yeah, I didn't no pick what, it, it up. Well, yeah. to, to be fair, it was <laughs> Helen, the wife, right. who picked that up. She said to me after, no. she never used a sonic throughout the whole episode. And I, I, I rewatched it again the following morning. And mm. yeah, she didn't.
3: No, Jack yeah. had his sonic uh, pistol, but no. he didn't. There was no sonic screwdriver.
2: The squareness no. gun.
3: The square gun. And I loved, you know, when he used it, he was expecting. You know Yaz to go. Woo! That was awesome. And she just went, "Thanks." (laughs) And Jack was like, his feelings were hurt. Like you know, going you know his (laughs) manlyhood, and everything. But Jack Jack worked very well with all the different characters in this, which was awesome. Too bad I can't say the same with the companions once again, and everything. You know, the beauty of having
4: Jack on the show is that. You know, I mean, she finally has someone at her level that she can talk to. Um, mm-hmm. And because unfortunately, yeah, the I mean, they, they made it really clear. I was kind of surprised how early, you know, how soon in the story the doctor arrives and and helps out with the threat. Because I was like, okay, well, maybe this will be a chance for them finally to show that the companions are capable of at least getting to to you know to to find out to investigate a little bit deeper into the threat but they didn't even they barely got out the door
0: they just just get turned right around when they do try to do something yeah
4: exactly (laughs) it's just um you know it you know and i you know i feel bad for them because uh you know certainly the actors involved um because I I know that they're I've seen them capable of better things you know I'm I'm happy that Yaz is staying I do like her and I do like the growth that she went through last year and she's continuing that in this episode which I thought was great um uh I think that Ryan actually had like out of nowhere had like a couple of good scenes in this and I guess they figured since he's leaving let's give him something um and uh he had one and it, good was, scene. Uh, it just it was so it was so starkly contrasting anything that had come before that he'd done i was like is this a new character um uh and you know we have to talk about the biggest injustice of all which is the fact that graham doesn't get squat to do in this story nope, <laughs> there's, like not. this is this is a graham light episode which like considering that it's his last how dare they
3: that was a crime against humanity right there. <laughs> a yeah. crime and he, against Grimmanity. And when he was finally given you know, yeah, exactly. the, the
1: bad boys line, the comedy line of the episode, and it was just downplayed by Ryan. It was just like, no, right. you don't do that. No, yes, you do. That's, that's the whole point of him. No.
5: I think that's some of That's part of the fun term, of it, yeah. Sorry, mate. I think it, some it, of his not participating were down to the fact of his injury from his other show when he broke his back. Could be. I think Could be. Uh, maybe yeah. but no, I think last this year. Was filmed before that, he broke his back you know, last yeah. year in the states. Yeah,
3: yeah. This is this was March. Yeah, but he this was filmed. I think yeah, this is back in. I think it was filmed over almost a year ago. This because no one was obviously nothing about the masks or anything. Yeah, this. it it, so. it was
0: filmed with the last batch of Doctor Who with the last
4: yeah. season. It was, filmed, it was filmed in. It says here October 2019. Yeah. So um, I think it
3: was before he hurt his back. So I don't know. I mean, but, but the thing is, I'm he's not got, country, yeah.
4: Chibnall's got a lot to juggle. And yes, uh, you know somebody's going to be left on the floor. And you know what? I mean, the fact that it's Graham, I mean, all kidding aside, he had like a lot of moments, especially that first season, that I don't think he earned. And so for him to take a back seat on this one and be basically he was Ryan's sidekick in this one, which was really oh, big time. like. Yeah, surprising. Like, that that was a weird switch.
3: Mm-hmm. And for me, it felt like the companions were blah for me again. I think Ryan had the one good scene for me was the discussion he had with the doctor.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: it was like, finally, you know, he has a heartfelt good scene. And it's like, where has this been for the last two seasons? Because if we could have gotten that version of Ryan throughout I would have liked the character. And this, you know, it was kind of good, but this everything with him on the alien spaceship, on everything about him before, it was just like, eh. Well he's and, just never you
0: know, given much to do. No. no, he's
3: not. But I don't I don't think much of the actor and which is sad because I'm looking forward to seeing him in other things to prove me wrong. And you well, know, I
0: think I would give him the benefit of the doubt because I think it was hard to play a character that was so understated and not just not given much to do.
3: Right. And then to it was almost felt like a slap in the face to put him back on the bicycle at the end. You know, oh, I'm going to get back after all this thing with the TARDIS and I've gotten my life together and I want to do all this thing. I'm going to try to learn how to ride a bike again. And, I like you that. Know, yeah, actually
4: I, I like that moment.
3: No, and I like the I, fact
4: that he didn't succeed. Like we never saw him succeed. I like the fact that he still
0: But he kept you know, trying.
4: He kept trying. He keeps That's what that's who Ryan is. He's a guy who keeps trying.
0: Mm.
2: And
4: he's going to keep trying no matter what. Um and uh I I like that about him. I like that about him. And 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 you know, switching over to Yaz, I love the show.
0: Oh, that was great.
3: (laughs) That was great. I love the shove. The shove was good, but it was almost like the jealous lover. Like, where have you been, you know, type thing.
0: Well, I thought I liked it because it really played up the fact that time for, for a creature like the Doctor or even Captain Jack is very different than time for a human. Like, decades in a prison, when you're an immortal, it's just a drop. In time, whereas ten months, when you're a human, seems like forever.
2: Mm-hmm. And Trust I thought us, that was know. a nice,
0: nice juxtaposition. Right. And I thought that was a nice juxtaposition the way he did that. And, oh, and yes, know. and I could understand why Yaz. I mean, whether it was justified or not, I could understand her her frustration.
4: But it shows how much get, she
3: cares, too. Oh, yeah. Well, she's been spending the last 10 months searching for the doctor. Mm-hmm. And the doctor mm-hmm. then just shows up all nonchalant. Oh, I'm here. Hi. You know, and typical TARDIS, she thinks that she they had just gotten there and it's been 10 months. And, you know, you know the TARDIS, once again, you know, the reliable time machine that it is, you know, coming through, you know, when it should have. But it was interesting. I... I liked that. The shove was awesome. And I would have loved to have seen that the other companions and Yaz were doing other adventures to try to, you know, pick up the pace for the doctor during that 10 months and such. It would have been but, a neat little thing. Yeah. Like, so,
4: <laughs> they, they would have died. <laughs> <laughs> They would have died on their first one, so that's it 's probably best that that didn 't happen I mean
0: yeah, they established so- that that Yaz had just become a hermit searching for the doctor
3: mm-hmm. locked in the tardis, and you know pretty much and you know i was thinking about it it 's like at first I was like why isn 't the you know why wasn 't Yaz in another room, like a bedroom or something in the tardis, but then you had to think about it that tardis was brand new and it hadn't been set yet for other rooms or interiors or anything.
0: So. Yeah, maybe she couldn't have they might not and have she known could. how to get to any other part of the TARDIS. Yeah.
3: With all the circles, she might have not known one was a doorknob or something like that. Oh, and I loved when Captain Jack said, oh, is my room there on the TARDIS? He says, you never had a room. Oh, I had a suite! <laughs> that was just awesome.
5: He had some that was top a lines. Great line.
3: But once again, yeah, Jack had some but, of the best lines in this.
0: But I think Jack Jack's energy really pointed out how low energy Ryan. Yeah. Was.
3: Oh, any of them, and it was just like, you know. Well, I thought he ba-
4: I thought he had a good like banter with Yaz. I thought that that was, that worked uh, for me. Jack, I felt you, like the you whole- mean
0: between Captain Jack and Yaz?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that
5: very that much was so. a
0: nice moment when Jack was talking to her about what it's like to travel with that the That reminded me Will? very Did much when
5: Sarah Jane talked Absolutely. to Rose. And there was a realization that they get left behind. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was very much a Where rehash was that. But mm-hmm. it worked well.
3: No, that was very true. It was very well done. And there was some great, you know, great conversations. Jack I think the episode would have fallen flat for me if Jack wasn't there, but I even, I don't even think this was Jack at his best, but I thought it was good. Jack. Does that make sense? Yeah. And everything. So he
0: he added a, a kind of energy that I think it needed.
3: Yeah, exactly. Because Ryan felt like he was moping the whole time. Yaz was angry the whole time. And Graham Poor really Graham. There. Graham was just Graham in the was background. Not there. Yeah, yeah, Graham was yeah. not there.
4: Yep, And, and that's exactly know. well put, Mike, because that's exactly what want... it was. I mean, that's what they were written as. You know, Ryan mm-hmm. mopes through the whole thing because he doesn't want to go. You know, he's struggling. He doesn't want to go back. He realizes that, he, you know, Yaz is pissed. Um, mm-hmm. And that's it. That's like Chimel only has like one note for each one of these, right, these right. characters. And They've uh, never
0: none of them have ever been fully developed. It got better. But still, I feel like there's something missing.
4: Mm-hmm. It's the, so, been the biggest disappointment for me throughout. Like so, we can say what we want about Chibnall this, Chibnall that, but the biggest disappointment for me is that he hasn't brought you know these characters, these companions to life. That should be your number one job.
2: Yeah,
3: exactly. I will agree with that. Let's move on a little bit off the companions for a little bit. I want to talk about the biggest idiot in the episode, and that was Leo, the scientist. <laughs> <laughs> You know, come on. Who would have thought it was a good idea? Hey, I found some sel- some old tissue left in the old Dalek Monster Machine. I thought it would be a great idea to gl- grow and clone these things.
4: Huh. Wait, wait, can we pause for a second there? Okay. I know that there is the, – I think they've explained it once, and maybe it's a. it's actually in canon or it's not. I don't know. But I am getting so damn tired of – the every time, like for over fifty years, the Daleks have been attacking Earth, but yet every time they're on Earth, we have to explain what they are to yeah, people. I thought that I just when, don't when the Prime Minister
5: introduced is. the drones, it's why tiresome. weren't people saying, "They're Daleks, they invaded us"? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 Wait, Wait a, a minute, minute oh, lady! <laughs>
3: exactly. Okay, it's okay, like when Dalek. Dalek,
4: that that word means nothing to me. And I'm like, it should mean a lot to you. Like, it should mean a lot to everybody on the planet.
3: Yeah, Dalek means death to millions of, you know, <laughs> to billions of people. And it's like, they just like it
4: in canon, right? That there's something about, I don't know, no, something where the people it's, don't remember. Well, they don't they,
0: they've hand waved it away about how the, the whole thing with the crack reset the timeline. Uh, okay, right, or... right,
4: right, right, right. I right. mean
0: it's kind but of But still, big. but still you <laughs> it's, know still it's it
3: just shows that Men in Black is in Doctor Who's timeline. <laughs> you know? <laughs> will you please look at this? You know
0: I mean this you is were... also the same plot as Victory of the Daleks, mm.
3: where the oh, Daleks God, yeah.
0: are in World War Two, though I will say this one did it better because Victory of the Daleks was terrible.
3: Mm. Yeah, at least low, again, at least Leo wasn't Leo wasn't a robot that was, meant to create. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, he was just an idiot, you know? <laughs> All right. The question is, you know, it basically, how, how the hell did that, you know, Dalek create, you know, the clone or clone factory that started feeding off the silent green humans, you know, of, you know, and it's just like, what was that, you know, was that all done in a day or two or well, no, was They did it
0: explain that, that he he had got in, they had allowed him access to the network. He did everything it, virtually. He he started the company and hired people and directed it from where he was.
3: It, so he, but he was only controlled by the Dalek, the Dalek, you know, when he tried to throw it into the fire. No, he no, the Dalek control-
0: itself was wired into the network as soon as he oh. created the Dalek.
3: Oh, so okay, that makes sense. You know, I want to put Wi-Fi to the 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 blob creature that I well, want to
0: that create. that I admit was so. What opening box?
5: Yeah, <laughs> yes. before you throw it into you know. the furnace, just just throw the whole lot in. Just throw the whole lot in. <laughs> <laughs> throw-
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I would say. Yeah, just
0: throw I, the- I kept I kept thinking, haven't you ever seen the video of the octopus climbing out of the tank? I mean, what did you think was going to happen?
3: It's like, dude. It's like, it's like. What were you thinking? You know, those cases are expensive, man. I really need that box. My boss (laughs) is going to want to have have that for inventory. You know, it was like, (laughs) duh. And it's just like, oh, God, The, the guy was an idiot. It was just like, and I wasn't surprised when, you know, he got killed. Shocker. But I did like the scene when they were in Japan and it was Yaz and Jack and they had the Daleks flinging themselves at them. And I was like, it one was like a face hugger on Jack, and that was just like
0: Alien. That's
3: awesome, you know. But that was know, a total
0: then... homage to Alien. They even had like oh. the venom dripping down in the beginning.
3: Oh, yeah. But I thought it would have been really cool if they would have had Yaz being controlled by the Dalek. That would have been awesome. It would have made her character a lot more interesting for a little bit. Mm. But, I think,
4: I think they did a good job, not only on that scene, but even the scenes where when the dialects first, like, you know, turn on humanity and start killing people. I mean, they still are scary. Like, I mean, like, you know, I, I know it's weird to th- sometimes for us to think about dialects being because they sort of look, you know, silly. But yet I do give credit for Doctor Who for continuing to make them look threatening. And and when they turn on the crowd, um, and the Prime Minister and everything, I mean, those effects and that that the way that shot is is terrifying.
0: Yeah, I do I actually I wanna point out I thought the direction here and the production here was really good. I oh, mean yeah. they did a not, very good nothing. job with the camera angles and the lighting and the special effects.
3: mm mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great the whole time when they were in the Dalek factory and the light was starting to change very slowly. Mm -hmm. That was really well done. It was really nice. No, I have nothing to complain about. Even the special effects with the Daleks flying, and you know, then when you got the Daleks from the time stream coming in, and that was a Dalek
4: on Dalek
5: violence. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like The crumpled TARDIS. I like the effect as well. The Daleks blow blue lighting and then when they turned evil they went red mm-hmm. yeah and I I, I could just yeah. see toy yeah. flashing yep. yes. in, me, in me head <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh,
3: you know that's coming you know that's coming Robert. give it a couple months it'll be there you'll be able to say you know you'll be able and you'll be able yeah. to with the blue one it'll squirt Go, out water going back to Ma- it'll be cool
5: <laughs> and when it's radical, going back to it, Mike's it point so about them being <laughs> um, very unnerving and and scary. I went to a convention about three or four years ago in Leeds and they actually had a Dalek from the show there and they had it running up and down the uh, convention aisles and it was really, really unnerving when it was coming past you and it was turning and looking at you and talking to you and telling to move. And even though you knew it would be operated it were very very unnerving so i can
1: imagine if it were real mm-hmm. it'd be terrifying a few years ago did, did anyone did anyone uh, know that the bbc used to have a little museums yes. that you could visit uh, in london until it growed and they used to have the dalek that you could sort of get inside and you could move you could move oh, really? some pieces and things and this was sort of still when doctor who hadn't quite come back Um, It was still in memory and, um, you know, people hadn't really watched the show for a while. And there were little kids afraid to go up to it. There is something about that silhouette, that completely faceless silhouette with just two prongs pointed at you. That is very, very scary. And if someone was inside it moving, that scared the living daylights out of the kids as well. But um, uh, it was it was a wonderful little exhibit. And unfortunately, uh, I went to the one at
5: Blackpool years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you, we paid to go in We went down the steps And a Dalek just turned towards you Turned to greet you And my son who would be about five at the time Just bolted straight up the stairs And they were gone And nothing could get him back in I ended up leaving my wife outside And walking around on my own
3: Oh that's awesome though. But yeah the Daleks could be scary And It was interesting to see, you know, once again, the new Daleks taking on the old ones. And I would have liked to see more battles, truthfully, between them. You know, we we barely got that. It was like you had to – it was just implied that the other ones were just wiping them out just like that. And I found – that I found a kind of like, really? You know, if – you know, I would think there would be a little more challenge and such. Yeah, they did white
0: wipe that? out the other ones awfully easily.
1: Well, were, mm-hmm. I think there was they War were old. distracted by Wilf with his paintball gun. So, um.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> nice shout outs there.
3: No, it was it was interesting overall. Um, the like Mary had hinted talked about earlier about the collapsing TARDIS. I thought that was really well done. That was that was a nice little ploy did, by the doctor. Did
5: anybody else have an issue with that
3: and in terms
5: of how she dealt with that? Because in past, to me, the doctors have always given somebody a chance to leave the planet. Uh, Matt Smith, you did said, have leave the planet or leave. No, she never. Also, we'll have to stop you. And and she just, I don't know, it I just, just didn't sit well that with me.
4: Yeah, I thought ever since New Who's come back, ever since the time war, they've made it pretty clear that if there's one uh exception to that, it's the Dalek. I mean, that's what the whole episode with uh uh the ninth the night doctor and Dalek, right? Is that he just hates them. Um now, you know, you'd hope that there there'd be growth and uh and all that, but um yeah, I think mm-hmm. that there's one that she she finds that she can and she knows she's not exterminating them at all like they they're yeah, just kind of keep not, coming it's back it's not
0: genocide
4: yeah it's, she's it's... she's got them on speed dial apparently like she can just call them in whenever she wants
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just don't call it because we will come after her again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yes, mm-hmm, exactly. But it, exactly. But it was it was interesting because this is not the first time you know the Daleks have dealt with you know having to destroy the imperfect Dalek, but it contra- kind of kind con- of contradicts itself too because look at what the Dalek like the Cult of Scarrow, was trying to do in like the Daleks take Manhattan or whatever it was called. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when they tried to create the human Dalek hybrid and such, but, you know, but you had in the very first night doctor story, you had Dalek where that Dalek had evolved because of Rose and it had to destroy itself because of that. And you get into that a little bit in this episode because the Daleks that were here on earth, were imperfect and they couldn't you know they imperfect, wouldn't yeah. be perfect in the, the other dialogue. Exa- other yeah. well exactly exactly I mean,
4: yeah i mean they're, they're you know the chibnall's not worried about continuity he's worried he's he's trying to make a statement here yeah this is mm-hmm. about fascism yeah. That's, that's one well, of, yeah that's one
0: of the tenets of fascism
4: it's true yeah there's a reason that characters like jack and and you know predecessors like lex, lex Luthor, like you know i mean It's the same thing. It's the same thing that Lex Luthor did in Superman 2.
3: Definitely was the fascism and corporate, you know, money, greed, you know, the whole thing. And not worrying about who who it hurts or whatever, you know, you got that. Rob Jack Robinson was a pure example of that. He was willing to sell out humanity to save his own skin. Typical businessman. You've seen it a zillion times on Doctor (laughs) Who. You
0: see it in real life right now.
3: (laughs) Definitely was the fascism and corporate, you know, money, greed, you know, the whole thing. And not worrying about who it hurts or or whatever, you know. Not caring who it hurts. Jack Robinson was a pure example of that. He was willing to sell out humanity to save his own skin. Typical mm-hmm. businessman. You've seen it a zillion times on Doctor Who.
0: You see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see it in real life right now.
4: <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, there's a reason that characters like Jack and, and you know, predecessors like Lex, Lex Luthor, like, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same thing that Lex Luthor did in Superman 2.
3: Well, exactly. He sold out to the Kryptonians. So it was interesting to see uh There was, you know, the ending, you know, everyone lived happily forever. I shocked the doctor let Robinson off so easily. I was really surprised by that. But... Yeah, I wonder
0: if that was deliberate, not just because he might come back, but because that happens a lot. <laughs> and uh. You know, to to people like him in real life, they just sort of they get their golden parachute and walk away.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. And so that was that was one of the things that just it was just weird. That part was just like I don't agree with that part. But and
5: Jack didn't get a a good goodbye to no. me. He was just on he, he on got a voice. phone or got a radio, voice. yeah. Yeah, I out.
0: actually. I wonder if they actually recorded that later, like they thought. You know, <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> we didn't have anything explaining where Jack is, and maybe we should add that
3: in. <laughs> yeah, it was great. He referenced Gwen, you know, yeah. and in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that and was nice. But it was just like, really, I won't be happy with that until we see more Torchwood.
4: You know, so how Torchwood so we, fans are going, ooh.
3: Okay.
4: Yeah. Well, exa- <laughs> well, <exactly. laughs>
5: But you know, it's, it's funny that big finish announced the day after that uh, they were doing some more Torchwood okay. with uh, John. Yeah. With John Barrowman in it. Good for them. Is, Good for but them. Is it,
3: but isn't it uh, John Barrowman and David Tennant? I think it's going it to. It is.
5: Be. Yeah. It's this Barrowman oh, wow. and Tennant. Oh, wow. Yeah.
3: The 10th Doctor. So it'll be very interesting. And you know Yontos could be involved with that one also. So, you know, I did think, you know, it was interesting how this thing ended, I think you know the the little huddle left me completely flat. I was expecting, oh, they're going to be leaving, I'm going to be in tears, blah blah, blah. I really wanted to see the meringue planet, blah, 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 you know, but this whole thing was just like, I'm glad Graham wanted to be a grandfather to Ryan. I was happy to see that. And, you know, he was taking responsibility, not like, all right, see you, son. I'll be back sometime, you know, but I would have, it was just like, okay. I don't know. You
0: know? I, kind of, I, just, I kind of liked that that they just decided to leave on their own, that, that they had just grown, grown past this part of life.
3: Do you know in New Who, this is only the second time the companions have left on their own? Martha was the first. She just mm. decided to leave. This is the only other time the do- the companions have decided to, you know, leave because other times they were forced to. <laughs> Overall, they got left time. in
0: alternate universes.
3: <laughs> oh, and I, you know, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, they name dropped Rose. Does that mean she's coming back?" No, no, <laughs> I know,
4: no. I know, I know. I know,
3: Mike. You'd love that. <laughs> oh, I I so did. It was awesome, but but it was because it was in, but it was interesting. These guys left on their own accord, and that was just it was a rarity for Doctor Who, because even old series, you know, most of the time they married off some Time Lord that they just met, or they were stuck in, you know, they or some other thing, you know, or left in a town that they didn't expect to be left in, or something like that. It was just all the way. So this was a rarity that you actually had companions say, I don't want to do this anymore, Doctor. I'm leaving, you know, type thing. So it was it was very interesting to see.
0: And I wasn't I wasn't sad about them going because they, No, not at all. <laughs> because but only because of the way they were written. You know, right. I didn't but. have as much invested in them as I might have in other companions.
5: Yeah, in, in my in, in my notes I wrote no feeling of sadness at companions goodbye. No, just...
3: exactly. I, I
4: agree. I will Robert. say that I, I felt it, but to Mary's point, it was because of the direction and because of uh, Jody. Jody sold it to me that she was sad that they were leaving and emotional, and I could feel I was starting to get emotional because of that. But that was not by because of them; it was more because of her.
3: Fair enough. I could see that it It's gonna be interesting to see you know where they go from here, and we'll talk about some of that in a few minutes uh I don't think you know there's rumor going around that we might see Graham pop up once or twice in the yes. next season, but you know we'll see if that happens or is that just wishful thinking from wishful us? thinking yeah, exactly so, <laughs> that... when where do it's... I sign the petition? Well, and but that thing gets into bring Graham
0: back, bring Graham back,,
3: <laughs> but then you know I we know, have new and, Graham now though. I know in the u k it was the end scene was a total surprise for you guys they had the they ran the credits, and then they had the introduction of Dan played by John Bishop, where here in the United States on BBC America, they blew it completely they Basically, they gave us the ending of the sh- the episode, and then they said, "Stay tuned after a trailer for this really piece of crap new show on BBC America that will be showing you that you'll be meeting the Doctor's new companion." And it was like, "Really, really." There goes any surprise. There goes anything. You guys got the true surprise and everything. And I know they kept this very hush-hush that John Bishop was joining the show. Because I don't even know who John Bishop is, truthfully. we He's not very well known <coughs> here in the States. So do you the, guys want to give him a little info yeah. on it? Uh,
5: they, uh, they did say that um, when the title started rolling, stay tuned for more Doctor Who News. Coming, but that's all they said, mm. and then they showed, they showed the trailer with John Bishop, which was a surprise. Now, John Bishop's a comedian, a Liverpool comedian, he came probably to notice five, six years ago, maybe a little bit more. And he's been on a show, uh, called with the James Corden. Uh, have I got no, I can't think what they call it, it's a sports show loosely, and he was on that for quite a while. League but he is of their a, own. League of the Realm. That's it. Yeah, thank you, Daniel. And he was he, he, very good in that. I don't think he's done a lot of acting. I think he's been in Skins for a few episodes. Right. But he's not done a lot of acting, but it'd be interesting to see him in it. I mean, I'm not going to say, "Oh God, this is going to go wrong" or everything because I thought Matt Lucas was going to go wrong, and he proved me wrong. So.
3: Oh, we're still. I, I'm happy on that one. I'm
5: happy to see see how it goes. <laughs>
3: So, uh, cool. But it's everyone's thought on the new companion. Now, because originally we thought it was just going to be a first for Doctor Who, two females on running the TARDIS, basically. No,
4: no, 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 no. We can't have a season of Doctor Who without a white guy in the TARDIS. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I that was my reaction. It's like, oh, what a surprise. It's a white guy.
3: I, I mean, never from, would
0: have guessed.
3: From current from current England too, you know, not somebody from the past or someone from the future. No, it had to be current twenty first century everyday guy who's gonna become the new Graham. Oh, he not just, everyday guy. Just,
4: he's like perfectly chiseled Roman white guy.
0: He's like like, he it's like, like the middle-aged Han Solo. <laughs>
4: hey, he's Hi. like he's like, let's let's put it this way. If if Jack, uh Captain Jack comes back on the show and he's on it, then it's all over. Like <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe that's why he's there. He's Jack's <laughs> love
4: interest. <laughs> uh, you know, and I don't want to knock the guy himself. And I certainly don't want to knock the character without seeing the character in action. We don't, I mean, we didn't, we 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 don't just know We don't know him. But my my first thought, you know, was, oh, well, keep undermining Jody, why don't you?
3: Mm-hmm. Pretty much. It was, I thought it was kind of a slap, you know, I when I saw it. I'm going to remain open and I'll be very interested to see if they're going to do it the very first episode of the new season or wait a couple episodes to bring them in. What? You know, I'll be very, very curious to see. And, you know, I'm I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to remain open. And because there's a lot of story they need to do for this next season. And remember, the doctor is now a fugitive once again because she's a prisoner of scapy now yeah, she's
0: reason. always a huge yeah. dev, But I mean, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't really change anything,
3: no, no. Apparently,
4: they've I mean, they've accumulated over what you said, seven under seven thousand, whatever, seven thousand uh, charges, fractions. So, yeah. so, I mean, like, look, she, I guess they've been trying to find her all this time and uh, and been having difficulty or just coming up like you know, a day, a day short. Hey, was she? Oh, she's already gone. Um, so. Uh, you know, I think that's just, gonna I don't know. I don't expect that to be, I don't expect that to be talked about ever again.
3: Okay. Well, knowing Chibnall, no, I don't think we'll even hear about the timeless child again. What do you mean? <laughs> well, that I do think we will. Yeah,
4: actually, and I, I think, think we will yeah, hear more about Chibnall, that, Chib- unfortunately. That, this is, yeah, this, that's Chibnall's mark on this show. Um For mm. better or for worse, that's going to be his mark on the show. And I don't know where exactly he's going to continue to go with it, but.
3: Well. It'll be very yeah. interesting to see. So kids, any final thoughts on this episode before we rate it? Cause we are rating this one. What <laughs> one, one out of five TARDIS is one being the worst five being the best. I'll be very curious to see where you guys go. Daniel, you're the newbie on the block. You got to go first, my friend.
1: Well, sure. Throw me under the bus. Um, uh, no. No, um,
3: we're throwing you under the TARDIS. Come on. <laughs> oh, of course. entirely <laughs> totally different.
1: I wonder what the noise was that I could hear. Um, yeah, I'm going to go straight middle of the road. I found that, like the production, the look of it was perfect. I thought it, it, it worked really well um, uh, as an, you know, a filler kind of holiday special episode so it's definitely middle of the road it has to be three out of five because there's so many little nitpicks here and there that it just takes it down a notch as you've been saying it's nothing we haven't seen before so you can't say that it, it, it gets pushed up the echelons all the way up to fours and fives so i'm gonna go middle of the road three out of five
3: okay
5: robert i'm gonna give it four um I think it had more good things in it than bad, but more positives than negatives um and it went quick when the when when it and I mean that in a good way when it Vers- finished virtually. I thought to me, no I, when it finished, I thought to myself, so, oh really, was well, that really an hour and fifteen minutes so i I was happy the only I, the only thing that knocks it down for me is I wasn't happy with the final scene with grace i I, oh, I thought there was yeah. no need for that. We did not need to see that again. We didn't need that. So, but uh, apart from that, I was very happy with it.
3: How many times did we get that the first season with those companions? You know, Grace coming back, you know, type thing. We did not need to see that again. It's just Chimnal. All right. Our regulars. Mr. Mike Gordon.
4: Uh, Yeah, I'm going to give it, uh, you know. A three. I mean, it's, it's pretty much standard. I, you know, am I going to seek it out and, you know, am I excited to watch it again? Not really, but if it's on or if I need to watch it again, for some reason, I'm not going to balk at it. Um, it's just, you know, Chibnall, Chibnall, uh put a bunch of used up plots and put them in a blender and spat this out and he's playing it safe. Uh, he played it safe here, you know, he's playing it safe with the new companion um, I don't know if that's, I, you know, that's going to be what what Doctor Who is going forward. But um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's fine for this. But when the next season starts, I want to see I want to see more ambition. I want to see more him take more chances.
3: Okay, Mary,
0: I think I'm going to go three and a half. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> I. You know, I I, overall, I enjoyed the episode and actually I watched it twice and I actually liked it better the second time, which usually it's the other way around. Um, And I don't know, maybe it was because I just my expectations were what they were (laughs) the second time around. I knew what I was getting myself into. But I really wish Chibnall's writing is just it's so heavy handed and kind of clunky. And he doesn't know what subtlety or nuance are and our elegance is in a way and so and i i miss that and my doctor who um so it so it makes his episodes kind of pedestrian and kind of uh and and too often they're a rehash mm-hmm. and i wouldn't mind that if, if if his take was more different than it is but having said that i did enjoy the episodes i think you know middle of the road three and a half
3: okay Ah, well, Mary took my score right there, so because um, I was going to do three and a half. Also, I'm not going to be.
4: You can still do that.
3: Oh, I'm no, know. I know we've we've agreed you can, on stuff you can share before. Scores. Oh, we do. You do. You, you and Dan were really like hand in hand, so it's cool. So it was perfect. <laughs> That's right. So exactly. So I I enjoyed it. It was fun to watch. Um, if I was giving the show itself the presentation that I saw. I'll give it a one just because of BBC America – and uh-huh. all the commercials that they threw in, yeah. the, you know, you guys said it was an hour and 15 minutes. We had to see it for two hours because of the commercials wow. they threw in. Yeah, I, was, I was thinking
4: about that when you said yeah. that. I was like, oh, I can't believe that was just an hour and 15 minutes. When am I, you should have watched you know, the way we watched it because you would have been like, man.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> They're guaranteeing I'm not going to watch that new show that's appearing Monday <laughs> night at 8 p.m. You know, it's just it's just I enjoyed seeing some familiar faces. I wasn't sad to see the companions leave. I was a little Not disappointed. Even my heart broke with Graham leaving, but my hope is that he's gonna come back. But he has Sorry. this him and, you know, him and Ryan now have, you know, psychic paper. So they're going to be going off to romp around the world have now. Adventures. In fact, they, probably, uh, gonna,
0: this is, the, they will be the new Graham show.
3: As a
4: thing. diehard Graham I, fan, I get this episode minus 25 TARDISes.
3: <laughs> well, but basically, you know, I could see them, you know, big finish adventures, the adventures of Ryan and Graham. You know, so there's oh, a future it, out yeah, there. Yeah, it'll happen. it will oh, happen. You th- you think so? I can't wait to, you know they meet the Pandanastra gang or they meet River Song. <laughs> yeah. or, exactly. You know. <laughs> so yeah, it'll it'll be awesome. So I'm you know, it was okay. I didn't think I got anything new. I don't feel like any of the characters grew out of this. Jody still knocks it out of the ballpark for me. She is mm-hmm. awesome as the doctor. Yeah. And I just wish she got better writing and better show running. I'm going to come out and say it. I'm hoping this next season is Chibnall's last season. I want to see him gone. I want to see Jody with someone better. You know, who? I don't know. Don't ask me that. That's not my job. I'm a critic. I'm not, Ooh, you know, no. exactly. <laughs> so, but cause I really do not want to see a 60th episode, 60th season special with Chimnall in charge at all. I think that would be a disservice to Dr. Who. So who knows, you know, that might've just killed our chances of getting BBC interviews on the show. But, you know, still we, you know, we love Dr. Who and I will always love Dr. Who. That's not a question. Uh, we did get an email by the way, and we got an email from our friend, Elizabeth Laney.
2: Hey, Elizabeth.
3: (laughs) I put a call out on the Earth Station Who Facebook page, which every one of you should be members of, and you know why don't you you know join in right on Facebook? We got a great crew. We talk about all things Doctor Who, new stories, anything, you know, anything pertaining to Doctor Who. We talk about it up there. So I put a call out there to for people to send us feedback at com to talk about the New Year's special, their initial thoughts on this. So Elizabeth took us up, and she wrote us. She said, Dear ESW crew, Happy New Year's, and thank you so much for that all that you do. I've been a big fan of the podcast for many years now, as well as many of the ESO Network shows. While I appreciate everyone's contribution to the show, I especially wanted to let Mary know how much I've enjoyed her commentary and opinions.
0: Aww. We love you, too.
3: Mary, I love the perspectives you bring to the reviews and have been cheering along at home at some of the points you've made this last year. Thank you.
0: Oh, thank you. That is so sweet. I'm so glad you've been listening.
3: Like her ego wasn't big enough already, you know? I know. That's what
0: happens.
3: We can't get rid of her now, Mike. No, I know. Because mm-hmm. then we'd lose Elizabeth. We can't do no, the I know. show if we lose we, Elizabeth. We, we no. will not ever lose Elizabeth. Our, one, our <laughs> one listener.
1: Mary, you have a job for life,
3: so it's good. <laughs> she re- Elizabeth also wrote, I've been half-heartedly following the last few seasons of Doctor Who. Like many, I love the actors, but not the stories. So I got excited about the New Year's special, but ended up not enjoying it very much. There just didn't seem to be anything special about it. Even Captain Jack's appearance was, as, as, was not as exciting as I wanted it to be. I did watch the whole episode, unlike Matt Smith's Time of the Doctor, which I just couldn't finish. You were not alone on that one. Yeah, right?
2: I, I can't blame you for that.
3: <laughs> no, no. I thought the companions were pretty morose throughout the episode, or and the Doctor just didn't seem to have the sparkle or manic energy that I love. And we spent way too much story time with lackluster antagonists. I didn't like all the Christmas episodes from Smith or Capaldi era, but I missed the magic of the really good holiday specials. Thanks a lot for everything. Elizabeth. Thank you, Elizabeth. We appreciate it.
0: Yes. Thank you so much.
3: So folks at home, definitely. We want to hear more from you guys. Also, You know, Elizabeth does thank you, thank you for the email, but we want to hear more from other listeners. So please write us feedback at earthstationwho.com. Write us what you thought. Let us know what your thoughts on this episode. We'll talk about it. It's always good to discuss things. And it's okay if you don't like something, you know. That's the great thing with our show. We don't love everything on that we see. We're not one of those, yay, Doctor Who is great. We love everything. woo roo, wah, you know, yay, Ryan. No, we don't do that. <laughs> That's not us. We, We've never been that way. So please, you know, folks, if you have any comments, any thoughts, please write us. We definitely would love to hear from you guys. And that is going to wrap up our first episode of 2021 folks. The rumor going around is that Chibnall wants to get these episodes out, the new ones as soon as possible. So he's saying that we might even get it October, November of this year. I'm not holding my breath on that one. No, I am not holding seeing. my breath. So
5: they're starting filming in March, aren't they? They've already been filming. Yeah, they've yeah, already but they've been. But stopped and John, John Bishop's got uh, COVID. Yeah, he's yeah. been diagnosed with COVID and he's been quite ill.
3: So yeah, I've heard. I've heard they did a stop in middle of December. I think it was. Yeah. Well, he was, he, yeah. he
0: tweeted he'd be ready for work in January. Oh, However, that's
5: I, even better then. I,
0: I mean, I don't know. I'll be su- actually surprised if they start up in January just because of what's going on with COVID right now.
3: Yeah, and you, you know the new strain and everything with the world right now. And you know it's going to be really weird to see everyone standing six feet apart from each other on the Doctor Who (laughs) side. Yeah. So you know the Tardis just got even bigger on the inside. (laughs) Exactly.
0: You have a lot of Zoom
3: episodes. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome for them to do an episode. The Zoom Monster. Ah! Yeah. (laughs) Wait, where did Mike go? I don't know. No one would miss it anyway, so it's okay. But it would be awesome to see where they're going to go with it. But we'll be here. We will be coming back to you, guys, in two weeks. we got another episode, and we will be talking to you then. But before we do, let us thank our guests for being here. Rob, thank you, my friend.
5: Oh, thank you for having me. It's been a blast as always. I love it.
3: It's always great to have you on, especially this year. It is just awesome to see your smiling face, my friend. Thank you very much, sir. And Dan, you made it through your first episode with us.
1: I'm alive. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's really good to talk about this episode.
3: We want to promote cosmic pizza one more time.
1: Oh, yes. Cosmic Pizza Podcast. Uh, it's serving up a slice of life. If you've got uh, interests, if you're, you know, you've got something you really want to passionately talk to us about, come on the show and we will interview you and we'll ask very silly questions, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, reach out to us at CosmicPizzaPodcast at com for any feedback about our shows. Go back and listen to all the pre-ESO ones as well so you know what we're talking about. And uh, it's wonderful to be part of the ESO network.
3: It's great to have you. And, of course, let's thank our regulars for being here. Mr. Mike, we made it through another year, my friend. We did.
4: And, uh, see, usually I say it's always my pleasure. But you you threw me when you said we made it through another year. Um, And, yeah, I can't say that last year was a pleasure. But one thing that was a pleasure and is always a pleasure is hanging out with the ESW crew.
3: Most definitely. And, of course, Mary Ogle, thank you
0: Oh, thank you. I can't believe we made, we made it through that year. And I am just hoping to the universe that this year is so much better for everyone.
3: Are we going to call 2020 the year that shall not be named? <laughs> yeah, <yes. laughs> awesome. Mary, you want to promote your stuff?
0: Yes, you can find my artwork at maryogle.com or on Etsy at eVision Arts.
3: Excellent, 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 and Mary's work is such amazing stuff. You definitely should check her out. It's definitely worth you know seeing. And do you do do custom make stuff, or do you just do you know printing stuff?
0: I do. I do custom stuff. I do magazine illustration. I do book illustration and design. I do commissions. Just contact me through my
3: website. People, what are you waiting for? She needs smart. Come on. You know, this is what we need. Please Come on. contact Please me. Dial her right now. You have a smartphone. <laughs> Definitely contact the young lady. She so deserves it. And thank you guys so much. Our numbers have been going up. Everyone's been, you know, listening. And this is new Doctor Who, but we also have a lot of other Doctor Who love to go. We're going to be talking a lot Big Finish this next year. We're going to be talking about a lot of classic series and also, you never know what else might pop up. You know, we might have just Doctor Who discussions, The New Companion, yay or nay, you know, something like that. You never know what could be happening. Um, I'm not so sure about us doing convention appearances in 2021 because I don't even know if any cons are going to be happening. So, but until then, my name is Mike Faber. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Everyone out there, have a great, glad you had a great new year. is looking more positive already. And until we see you next time, peace and love. We will see you all then. Ciao. And we're out of here. You have been listening to Earth Station Who,
2: a bi-weekly pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from across
4: the universe. All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individual and are used for entertainment value alone. You subscribe to our podcast up on iTunes, Stitcher,
2: or follow our blog at www.esopodcast.com. You can also follow us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. If you enjoyed the show, please leave feedback up on iTunes.
1: Here at the Cosmic Pizza Podcast, we make every show from the finest ingredients. Juicy interviews, fiery film nights, delicious Desert Island DVDs. And pack it all into a slice of life in every episode. Order up our specials now from your delivery guys. Sean from Canada. Dan from Kent in the UK. And Paul from near Liverpool in the UK. Here on the ESO Network. The Cosmic Pizza Podcast. Serving you a slice of life.
5: mm mmm.